What's going on, people's Flobo boys here? Of course, I mean, you know what it is. It is Flobo Sought on Netflix. That's the show where I go into the archives of Netflix and see some original movies, television shows, and more. Sharing you my thoughts. People always ask me, where do you get off telling me what you think about Netflix? Well, not only am I a fan of the platform, I do have a film degree. I'm a filmmaker. I've made flims before. <laughs> Just want to say thank you for watching this episode and all the other episodes in this show's canon. Make sure you check out either the YouTube video if you're going to watch see, watch my face, make these words at youtube.com slash boys. But if you're on the audio version on that iTunes or that Spotify, drop a review. Five stars what I need, baby. And if you're someone like me who says, you know what, I love how you tackle these movies and TV shows, but I want some insight to the comedy specials that are part of Netflix is a joke, do me a favor. Become a member of the Boisterous Crew. That's patreon.com slash Voice. We always call ourselves the Boisterous Crew. Those members get a bonus edition of this show about comedy specials every month. This one here kind of fits the bill, but doesn't. We're talking about Good on Paper featuring comedian Isla Schlesinger. And uh, I had the pleasure of being on a bill with Isla back in the day. I won't say I headlined. I won't say I opened for her. That's, that's two different things. But I was on a comedy show. She dropped in. At the end of the night, I can say I shared the stage with. And she, much like her contemporaries, uh, Amy Schumer, has kind of did the whole transition into TV and movies. And this is what Good on Paper uh, tries to mix with. Because not only is Isla such a dependent and fictionized version of herself, someone trying to make it in Hollywood and dealing with the idea of rivals making it big as a comedian who is getting to be a certain age. On top of that, there is a love, romance, drama story about a man that asks her out successfully and basically has a life that is hidden uh to her and to the audience so for all of you guys who've watched uh such serious serials like dirty john you kind of get the idea man presents a whole new backstory to what he is turns out he isn't well here's the deal throughout these scenes of learning of what this guy is really about and what his backstory is dennis by the way we are interspersed with stand-up comedy material about his stand-up and basically her struggles as this fictional character in this world. And this is where it falls off. Now, I understand uh, comedy subjective. And I understand these kind of films uh, work if you're in a certain state of mind. Uh, but there is a bit of a mismatch grab back about this. Is this movie, for example, about learning and discovering about someone who's been lying to them and get, making sure they get their comeuppance for lying to you to, in a false pretense of relationship? Sure. Is it about a comedian trying to make their way up into the realms of Hollywood while dealing with rivals? Sure. Is it uh, about a person in the middle stage of their life that really can't find anyone they like? Sure. Is it a comedy? Well, it kind of has a catfishy vibe, especially when Dennis says, hey, look, I always want to date you and I didn't have a chance. So it doesn't make me laugh. Uh, is it romantic? Well, no, because they end up really having a court case at the end of it, right? The idea is, I don't know what to call this one. <laughs> I don't know what to call this one uh, as far as, as someone who's in romantic peacetime meaning someone who's single and happily single, it doesn't really, really hit the mark for me. But if, imagine you had a breakup and your feelings are raw, you want to see other people uh, get their comeuppance or uh, be exposed, you may enjoy this a little bit more. And because of that, there's a bit of a mean streak of it, which puts it into dark comedy. 
or it's a satire. Frankly, when it comes down to watching these films in the show, I always say, okay, it doesn't matter if I like it or I hate it. It's who would like it? Who would I recommend this movie to? And unless you're a big Isla Sessinger fan, I don't really know what to make of it. I don't really know what to say. It's not really a hallmark romantic movie. It's not really a kind of funny nine to five or Dolly Parton. It's not kind of the sassy post post comedy you're seeing in shows like New Girl and, and Grand Crew where everyone just says how they feel with sass. It's that too. It's just kind of everything throws into the blender. And to be honest with you, because the premise is so over the top about this guy who basically is presented as someone who beds Isla's character, therefore punched up because she makes um, this weird body shaming uh, scene. You know, she says she's not trying to body shame, but she makes this weird body shaming scene about this guy's looks, right? Um, the comedy bits actually ends up hurting the entire story. Every time you want to get into the hyper-realism of this world, of being allowing to allow this guy, or allowing uh, uh, you, the viewer, allowing this guy's journey to come through to you as an audience member, it kind of stops for the little interspersed comedy bits. And I always realized this. I was trying to think about other times that movies do this, where there's a scene where a com comedian is doing a comedy on stage in a fictional movie. It never seems as organic, right? Like, comedy has to be live and in the moment. It's just kind of weird where even Seinfeld, uh, a show that I adore, there's sometimes where I go, you know, you don't really need a stand-up. I mean, he did it. <laughs> it's kind of his signature now. But as a storytelling device alongside what's happening, it's kind of a Greek chorus we don't need. So look at the reviews here. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 51% from the critics, 37% from the audiences. And IMDb says 5.6 as well. So kind of in the middle. Uh, unfortunately for me, though, I'm going to go on the, on the split the middle between the critics and the audience score and say about a 4 out of 10 for me. I found myself skipping parts, even though the runtime is 90 minutes, because we kind of understand there's only a matter of time before the man gets found out. But I thought how it was going to be resolved. It was going to be this giant grand gesture of love. That would be a bad lesson. Is it going to be a drag out fight? That's also a bad lesson. The story kind of writes itself into a corner. And what we get is kind of neither satisfying unless you really like billboards. That does it for me, man. This is Lobo Boyce. This is Lobo Song Netflix. I'll be back next time with a brand new episode. Uh, in the meantime, let me know what you think. You saw the movie. Let me know in the comments below. Am I off my rocker? Am I okay? Am I right on? You let me know. Until next time, this is Lobo Song Netflix. <laughs>